0: Thanks for tuning in to Freedom House Podcast. We're always encouraged to know God is working through this church as we change our world one life at a time. We'd love to stay connected with you by following us on social media at Freedom House OC as well as our YouTube channel. Let's listen in on today's message. You've got to clap tonight. Make me more like Jesus. Anybody want to be more like Jesus? <laughs> in fact, while you turn to the person next to you and say... Let's be more like Jesus, hey, let's be more like Jesus, amen. Well, as we remain standing, welcome to our first Wednesday service. Those all joining online, everybody who's in the room, everybody who watches on replay tonight, I really feel I got a a word for our church, and uh, I know you didn't come tonight just to hang out. You came to hear the word. Anybody come to hear the word? Come on now. So good. If you join us for the first time, my name is Joe Slab. I'm the lead pastor of Freedom House Church, and we are one church that meets in three locations: Fullerton, Costa Mesa, and online. Come on, give God a clap for all our online campus. What's up, everybody? So good. I want to talk to you tonight. Um, you know, on Sunday we began talking about how Nehemiah says that in one hand, he had a weapon, I'm sorry, in one hand was a shovel to build, and the other hand was to battle, and I talked to you how life is a mixture of building and battling, but hey, figured out sometimes it feels like more battle than building. Come on, somebody, (laughs) right? It's like battles, right? But I want to talk to you because, see, the reality is we can't build if we don't know how to battle, and tonight I want to talk to you a message. I'm going to tell you the title right now. It's to be battle ready, and tonight I'm just, we're going to go after it and I want, I want to equip our church to be battle ready to chase every devil, come on somebody, out of our lives and to win. And so if you got your Bibles, go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter number 20, verse 14 through 13. For those in the room, you're wondering, what is that apparatus by his iPad? My kids burnt my my the, bow, the power on my iPad. And uh, how many thank uh, your, your kids always waste the battery on your iPad. But anyway, so let's go. to Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verse fourteen to twenty-three. Um, if you got your Bibles, go with me there. If not, they can hand you the message out there when you walked in. You can follow along with me. And also, um, at the end, we're going to take Holy Communion. If you're watching online, grab some juice, some crackers, and uh, we're going to take Holy Communion. Are you there? Watch this here. You're like, yeah, it's on the screens. Okay, cool. Second Chronicles, you're like, I'm waiting for the screens. They'll put it right now. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14 through 23. Here's how the Bible reads. The Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Freedom House Church. (laughs) It says, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. And it says, and his name was that guy, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah. It says, the son of Jael and the son of Mattaniah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph, who was a psalmist and wrote the book of Psalms, so he was a worshiper. Tell the person next to you he was a worshiper. My son said, "Dad, Dada, what up, what up, David? Okay, verse 15, he said, listen, tell your neighbor, say, listen. He says, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says, do not be afraid, Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight on this first Wednesday, but I'm going to say it one more time. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. You walked in here with your head down, but God wants you to pick it up because your arsenal is God's mighty army. And the battle is not yours. It is God's. Come on, somebody. Verse 16, I'm fired up and says, tomorrow, watch this, he says, march out against them and you will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz, 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 Ziz and at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jero. but you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. I got a prophetic word for somebody. See, you think that battle is on your skills, but I'm telling you, the, the battle being won is on your faithfulness and your obedience to God. He says the Lord is with you and then he says here verse, but it says verse 17. You don't even fight, then watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them all for the Lord is with you. 18. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low, low, low with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same and they were worshiping the Lord on first Wednesday in their houses at Fullerton. Come on. It says they worshiped the Lord. Verse 19. Then the Levites from the clans of Kothath and Korah, stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. It says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa, on the way to Jehoshaphat, on the way Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. believe in the prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting, the king appointed singers, watch this, to walk ahead of the army. This makes no sense what he's about to do. He puts singers to walk in front of the army, the Bible says. Okay, and he in front of the army. It says, in singing the Lord and praising him in his holy splendor, this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At that very moment, they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. The armies of Moab and Amnon turned against their allies from Mount and killed every one of them. It says, and after they were destroyed, the army of Mount Seir, they began attacking each other. So what happened happened here, watch this now, uh, King Jehoshaphat says, I, God gave me a strategy. He says, we're not going to put the soldiers in front. He says, we're going to put the, the choir in front. Watch this. It makes no sense in the natural. He's like, I know you think you're going to win this with your swords and your skills. He says, but instead of us trying to put our skills in front, instead of us trying to put our arguing skills in front, he says, we're going to put our worship in front. You're going to get it. We're going to put our prayer in front. We're going to put our praise in front. And we're going to cause confusion to the kingdom of hell. Because some of you, you shouldn't even be here tonight. Some of you shouldn't be in your right mind. Some of you shouldn't be reading your Bible. And it's confusing the devil that the very fact that you're still worshiping and praising. Come on now. I want to talk to you a of entitled Battle Ready. Let's pray one more time. Father, I thank you tonight. And as we gather this first Wednesday god i sense that there is an enthusiasm to see you move but we don't misinterpret that enthusiasm that we're not going through things we are going through things but god tonight we put our trust in you and father my prayer goes out to somebody who's in this room or watching online or is going to hear this on replay that perhaps feels discouraged afraid overwhelmed overcome that at times it feels like when we're trying to build there's a battle But God, I pray that tonight you equip us, you speak to us, you encourage us, you move in us as we yield, God, our hearts to you, not just our physical ears, but we yield our hearts to you. So God, encourage us, and we ask you, Father, to be with us as we surrender our lives to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, somebody who loves God, say amen. Give God one more clap, you may be seated. And just tell the person next to you, say, I'm going to get battle ready. Say, I'm getting battle, battle ready in Jesus' name. I want to talk to you today with the time that I have about getting battle ready. I've often said this, but the Christian life, it's not a playground. It's a battleground. (laughs) Sooner or later, you will realize this. Like You will figure out that when you start serving God, But it's going to be a battle. Now, I want to talk to maybe somebody who's new in their walk with God. Maybe you recently got saved or you recently got baptized or you recently made a a recommitment or a commitment to say, this is going to be the year I'm going to serve God. And I just want to tell you, and I said this on Sunday, but it bears repetition, is sometimes we think that because there's a battle that God is not with us. But oftentimes, you've got to view that battle as confirmation, because the battle is proof that you're going in opposite direction of the devil. It's proof that when you're climbing a hill, you feel some opposition. When sometimes you feel no opposition, it's maybe because you're going downhill anyway, okay? You're going down, but you, when, you're, when you're ascending, there, there is a there is a battle, there's, there's an opposition, there's a friction, there, there's a, a weight to it, there's something you carry. And the and prayer of believers Shouldn't be God, make it easier, but it's God, make me stronger. It's God, develop me. It's kind of like when when I first started going to the gym and and, and I started working out. I remember I just would have the the 25s on there, or the 45s. Come on, fellas. You know what I'm talking about? And you do one. I I, I, I said, girls, the ladies, men, some of you ladies, you know how to work out. You're stronger than some guys. But anyway, you know, 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 they felt heavy. But after a while going to the gym, the 225 got light. Let me ask you a question. Did the weights get lighter? What happened? I got stronger. What I want to tell you is some of you, what you think is heavy now, it's going to be light in the next season. I don't know who this is talking to, okay? So, so you got to recognize that that resistance is actually strengthening you. And so you're saying, God, make me stronger. So in fact, let's just say this. Say, God, make me stronger. I'll even go as far as say this. God is looking for some men and women. That can carry some more weight. <laughs> can carry a little more weight. Put another 25 on there. I'll spot you. Okay, <laughs> we'll spot you. That's why you need discipleship. That's why you need a connect group. That's why you need to plug in to a small group because connect groups they're spiritual spotters. <laughs> if you want to see funny videos, go on YouTube. People that don't know how to use the weights, they like anyway. But they're like they don't know how to. Use, they're choking because they don't got a spotter. So get someone in your life to help you. Someone say it's a battleground. And when you're in a battle, it requires preparation. When you're in a battle, it requires planning. When you're in a battle, it requires training. Because if you're not prepared, when the battle comes, it's like almost too late. Now, I'm not trying to discourage you. If you're like, Pastor, I wish I would have heard this message six months ago. You're hearing it today, okay? So (laughs) we're going to help you. But the battle is much, not easier in weight, but easier to navigate is when you're prepared yourself because it's not a matter if you're going to have a battle. The question is when you're going to have a battle. So it's not like maybe one day I'll have a battle. No, you're going to have a battle. And all the married people said, come on. Here. And all the parents said, okay, even all the single people said, come on. Amen. You know, it's like, where are all the good godly ones? They're in church. Come on. Hey, man, not at the club anyway. All right. Come on. So, so, oh, hallelujah. Stay focused. All right. so, 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 It's not if I'll have a battle, it's when I'll have a battle. And in this lifetime, on this side of heaven, there are going to be battles. There's gonna be mental battles. There's gonna be health battles. You may have financial battles. You may have relational battles, marital battles, kid battles, hair battles, come on now, shoe battles, just kidding, come on, car battles, school homework battles. Eating battles, dessert battles. I keep going. You know what I'm saying? There's just battles, all kinds of battles, and so we live. In fact, in a time that there are a lot of this season right now, it feels like there's a lot of battles—political battles and and racial battles and and there's economic battles and and there's just so many battles going around us. And and during these these times, if we're not careful as believers, we will assume that the battle is going to overwhelm us but that's why i love the story that we just read because when king jehoshaphat was facing a battle the prophet came and the spirit of god hit one of his servants and said and said king jehoshaphat don't be afraid god is with us and tonight i i I'll, i'm just call me ups i just brought a message okay FedEx, whatever. I I just came to bring a message, and I've been with the Spirit of God, and I just want to tell somebody, don't you be afraid. Don't you be discouraged. Come on. Don't you throw in the towel. God is with you. Put a good amen on that, right? And so when we look from that perspective that God is with us, we look that when the battle comes, it's not what's against me, but it's who's in me. It's, It's who's for me that's going to help me To overcome. Now, I've also realized some opening thoughts here, and then I'm gonna get to more of the context here, is that when I got, I used to have battles before I was saved, you know, and I have battles now that I'm saved, or I gave my life to Jesus. And I used to think that my hardest battles was when I wasn't saved. Like, man, I used to, man, man, you know, man, I went through a lot of, you know, a lot of friends doing crazy stuff. But when I got saved, I realized that my hardest battles isn't when I wasn't saved, because I didn't care. I wasn't trying to control my temper. Some of you gonna get it, okay? But when I wasn't saved, I wasn't trying to behave. I'd be like, I'll just tell you how I feel. You know? Right? I didn't care if I hurt your feelings, I didn't care. When I wasn't saved, I was bitter, tore up from the floor up, angry, upset. But when I got saved, I realized that the hardest battles wasn't about planning the weekend and how crazy we're going to get, but the hardest battle was how to forgive. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the hardest battle wasn't, you know, how much I could take or, or you know, how far we're going to go and this and that. My hardest battle was resisting resentment and offense. My hardest battle now was how to apply self-control and how not to be in the flesh my hardest battle was how to be godly not ghetto come on somebody my oh, come, see somebody's not get it. my hardest battle was how am i now as a christian man And this is new for a lot of people, okay? Because maybe you've never had to do this, and now you're actually watching what you say. Now you're actually watching how you respond. Now you're like, I don't want to repeat the mistakes. I don't want to to, to repeat the household I was raised in. And so now you find yourself in some hard battles. It's not, again, because you're not with God, but now you're being godly. Now you're like, I'm going to try to do this the right way. In the right way, write this down. The right way isn't always the easy way. (laughs) It's not the easy way. The the right way is sometimes the hardest way. You ever try to eat right? It's hard. I mean, see, the problem is carbs just taste good. Come on now. Like, help us, Lord. Amen. Like, why they gotta taste so good? Why can't carbs taste like kale? You know what I mean? (laughs) I'd be good, you know. It's hard to eat right. It's easy. To not eat right. And the same is true. And again, I'm just trying to discern for you. If I'm, I'm trying to metaphorically interpret the season for you. Is the reason you feel the battle is because you're actually trying to live for God. <laughs> so don't be discouraged. Don't, don't, don't be like, man, it's because, man, I'm living for God. Yeah. And it's going to be a fight. All right? For your right to party. Just kidding. It's going to be a fight. <laughs> Sorry. God's still renewing my mind. Okay. It's, it's going to be a fight. All right? To live right for God. So we need to do this. Now, in the story that we just read, context, King Jehoshaphat was was pretty much minding his own business. He wasn't looking for the battle. And one of the things we have to recognize about the enemy of our soul, and you'll find out sooner or later, is you don't have to look for the battle. The battle comes to you. Like, have you figured that out yet? Like, it's not like, some of you are like, I'm not even looking for the devil. Like, I'm trying to be in church. Like, I'm trying to read my Bible, pastor. I'm not even looking for a fight. You know, I'm not even, like, you're like, I'm just, and see, you have to recognize is that the opposition comes to you. The fight comes to you. The fight will come to your home. The fight will come to your, your, your phone. The fight will come to your DMs. I'm talking to somebody. The fight will come in a random text on a Saturday night. What are you doing? The fight will come on your email. The fight will come at your job. The fight will come. The fight comes to us. So you might be here thinking, or maybe you're here saying, maybe you're here tonight and you're like, I ain't got one battle. I got, I got 99 problems and the devil ain't won. Praise God, okay? For you. But pray for the rest of the 99% of us. Come on now. All right. Any real people in the house tonight, okay? Okay. But you're going to need this message sooner or later. Yeah. Believe you me. Live a little, okay? You think you're going through a battle, but she doesn't like me. You're 13. Wait till you're 40. Come on now. I'm, I'm, picking, on young, I'm picking on teenagers. That's messed up. All right? My life's over. You're 14, man. <laughs> That's messed up. I just lost all the junior hires. All right. Don't you? The point I'm making is just save this one because this might be seed. Okay, might not be bread for you, but this may be seed for you. You, you won't need this message. In fact, press the share button. Well, I know at least one of your friends is going through a battle on Facebook. I know they're, they're on Facebook, they already got battles. Come on, somebody. <laughs> already. All right, The following post is going to get them all mad. Just forward this message right now on Facebook and YouTube. Say amen. So, man, I got so much. Okay. Let me just can, can I just I know it's I know it's Wednesday I know it's a school night my kids got school too and Lord Jesus put all in the bed on the way home but 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 he, he, let me just let me just work this right okay is is the battle comes to us and the battle always remember this please write this down write this down just take take notes or make a mental note the enemy doesn't fight you because of who you were the enemy fights you because of who you're becoming okay. You need to hear this because we often think that the battle is because of my past. The reason I fight so much in my present is because of my past. No, the battle is because who you're becoming tomorrow. God is not punishing you because of of your sins now i'm talking about once you repent once you say god forgive me of my sins god is not punishing you because of what you did he doesn't want you to carry the guilt and the reason you're battling is not because well this is what you deserve today because of what you did yesterday no the battle that you feel you feel is the enemy trying to stop you from becoming who god called you to be so so just write this down again these are not your points i I even i got four points tonight what was i thinking i don't know okay but but just write this down the battle is against my destiny and my legacy so it's against your destiny where you're going and your legacy what you'll be remembered by the enemy wants you to ruin your testimony he wants you to to ruin your legacy okay so it's it's this against my destiny and my legacy who i'm becoming and what i'll be remembered by now in the Old Testament, the battle was physical, but in the New Testament, the battle is spiritual. And Ephesians chapter six and verse 12 tells us about this spiritual battle. Let's read this here, let's, let's work the ground here. It, it says, for we wrestle not against my Theo and my tía. I don't, <laughs> that's what it says. We wrestle not against your friends and your cousins, your mother-in-law, your in-laws, your outlaws. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against what? Let's read it together. Principalities, powers against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness that are where? Where are they? They are in heavenly places. In other words, what we battle is a spiritual battle. Someone say it's a spiritual battle. And so we have to recognize when we're going through these battles, what it is. And so the first thing that happened to Jehoshaphat is they told him, they said, Jehoshaphat, you are surrounded by enemies. You need to get ready. They're like, you got the Moabites, the Ammonites and the Jebusites and all the other ites. And he's like, You got you're surrounded. And he was telling him, you got to recognize that you're surrounded by enemies. And so what Jehoshaphat do is he began to pray, get battle ready, because he had a fight in front of him. So the first thing you got to do to be battle ready, write this down, is you got to identify your enemy. Okay? Identify your enemy. If we're going to win this spiritual battle, watch me now, you got to identify, let me teach. Your enemy. I'm in Bible college mode. Last night we started Bible college. We had online Bible college. We got students in Colorado, students in Seattle. That was awesome. Shameless plug. Join Bible college. So so I'm in teaching mode right now. You got to identify your enemy. Say, identify the enemy. And to personalize it, you got to identify your enemy. You see, the Bible teaches us that we have to identify that we need to recognize who the real enemy is. Because if you don't identify the right enemy, you will mistreat everyone in your life thinking they're the enemy. You will mistreat, you know, the people that are, are being okay. I'm just going to talk real are actually being played by the enemy and they're being played like a puppet. And so you think they're my enemy, but you know, no, the the thing is that they're being demonically influenced. And, and the more you try to fight the person, the less you're actually fighting the real enemy. Because our battle is spiritual. Our battle is one. Not I just want to tell you, your friends are not the enemy. Uh, you know, your, your spouse is not the enemy. Your church is not your enemy. I'm not your enemy, okay? Pastor Brian's not your enemy. Pastor Louis's not your enemy. Your neighbor, well, maybe. Just kidding. He's not your enemy, all right? We're, we're, we're not, we are not your enemy. The enemy is Satan. And we need to recognize how that is. And so uh, the Bible says, like I said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, so here is, uh, here, write this down just somewhere, spiritual warfare 101. The devil is your enemy, okay? He is your enemy. And so your battle is against Satan and his demons. Your enemy is manifested oftentimes through people. So you're not fighting people. You need to learn how to fight how the devil uses people, the people, you know, uh, who, who in your life would do that and how they, they might tempt you, how they might, uh, you know, lie to you, hate, gossip about you, uh, tick you off, cut you off, tell you you're number one with the wrong finger. You need to know, right, that, that, that you, you are fighting. Watch me now. This going to help you win. You're not fighting people. You're fighting how the devil uses people. You're fighting the sinful nature in people. And, and you need to recognize, I am going to learn how to fight the spiritual battle behind the temptations that people deal with. Because if not, we start fighting people. But here's the challenge, here's the challenge. I've always said this, but here's the challenge. Is you have to learn how to fight. So so, so. So watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh uh, uh c- c- come up here Pastor Lou, come up here Pastor Brian. Come, 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 come. Just come, come, run, run, quick, quick, quick. Let me give him an illustration. Let me give him an illustration, okay? And I had to choose you both of you guys. If I choose anybody else, they're going to be like, "What are you trying to say, Pastor?" Okay, I'm not trying to say nothing. Pastor Lou, come come right here. Just stand right right there, right there. And then Pastor Brian stand right here in front, right here. Okay, stand right here and can face me. And then Pastor Lou get behind him, okay? And, and so no, just face face Pastor Brian, okay? I'm using you two for a purpose, okay? And just kind of stand stand off to the right a little bit, Pastor Lou, right there. Okay. And so and so he's He's wearing red, so right now he's the devil, okay, all right, uh, no, sorry, sorry, but he's really not the devil, okay, some of you are like, I knew it, you don't know nothing, okay, come on, sir, all right. I, I, his, his wife's not, oh, no, that's my angel, right, it's your, it's your baby right here, okay, amen, all right, so, 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 so watch this, okay, is everybody has their demons, everybody, some more than others, don't point, that was mean, sir, in the back right there, you're like, okay, no, no, all right, okay, so, 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 when I'm talking with people, there's a spirit behind it. So Satan will whisper, tempt people, and get them to operate a certain way. Good. Satan always knows, and the devil always knows your, your pin code. Yep. He knows how to like, yes. this one will work. Two, three, two, five. Unlocked. Ah! <laughs> it's just crazy, all right? Two, one, two, one. It's crazy, all right? So watch this. So, so he's right there. And so just like, just go like, you know, ah, all right? Okay. A, he liked that one. That's your only chance, bro. Just get Come on, right? That's the only time. All right, come on now. That's your only time. Get out of your spirit. So, <laughs> we're gonna deliver you right now. Give me the oil. Just joking. All right. We're having fun up here. Hey, it's good to have you guys in our conversation. So, he like, ah. A young Christian will be like, what? Yo, mama. You know, what have you, okay? That's a young Christian. So do that again. And and the devil is laughing like that. (laughs) See? Just like that. (laughs) He's laughing. He doesn't even know I've got him all mad. And then he goes on to somebody else. And you're all like, okay? But this is what your Christian does. Do it again. You go, I see what you're doing. I I see what you're doing. I I know what you're up to. I've seen your tricks. I, I, I... Come on, somebody. So keep doing it. And you go, I know what you're doing. So, so my prayer is not, you know, Brian, 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 Brian. No, my prayer is, poor brisito, Brian. Because he is being played like a puppet by Satan. Watch mature Christians. So keep doing it. Just like that. Just like that. And you go, pobrecito este man of God because he's letting Satan play him. So my prayer is, Lord, I love Brian. He's a good man, but he has fallen to a temptation, so I ain't fighting you, bro, because I love you. I still believe in you. I know there's a gift in you. I know there's a call on your life. You are my son. You are, Come on now, Alyssa, he's your husband. Now this all makes sense, huh? Come on, it's a, come on, and you're like, I love him, and you're like, I love Brian, but then watch this. Keep going like that, Ah, watch this. I go, but devil? But devil, see, ah, I feel the Holy Ghost. But devil, I ain't gonna be so nice to you. In you, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. Get your hand off of my brother. Get your hand off of my child. Get your hand off of my marriage. And I rebuke And I rebuke you. And you shall not have victory in my home. Somebody give God a praise tonight. Oh, Jesus. And then Satan goes, well, let's just flee. <laughs> and then this is crazy. Let me tell you, watch, let me just teach. Then, like, it comes off him. I've done this 25 years, pastoring for 12. How are you doing, bro? He's like, I'm feeling better. I'm telling you. How are you doing? Like, I'm feeling better. Really? What happened, Papa? Like, I don't know. What got into me? See, some of you have doubt, I don't know what got into me. It's like, just like in a moment of rage, it's like weird. It's like, just you know, on a Friday night, I was feeling a little crazy. You know? He said, me laughing because you know, oh, how do you get my number? The Lord told me. <laughs> I said, hey, what happened? I don't know. He it's okay. I'm here for you. See, this is a mature believer. This is a mature believer husband a mature spouse a mature person okay and so here's the battle come here, come here come here come back come back he's a man of god too by the way okay so my like, right. so, so so here's the here is spiritual warfare 101 identify your enemy battle ready because or else you're fighting the wrong fight you ain't gonna win because if i'm just like it's nothing's gonna change we'll do and people fight for 30 years it never changes so so, so, so here's, here's, here it is. Don't miss this. Spiritual warfare is how do I love the person in front of me and fight the spirit behind them? Right there. that spiritual warfare 101. Easier said than done. Believe me. Easier said. Because some of you are like, like, look at See, already people are crying. I'm not somebody. Amen. I know it's a little girl. She didn't like my sermon. Okay, I know. All right. Amen. You know, is. So there it is. How do I love here but fight here? Does that make sense? And it's not always that easy. But you do this one thing, right? Just already, I feel like I can end the service right here. And some of you will go home and recognize it. Because we're, sometimes we're this person right here. So don't think you're always the one, the victim. I'm always the victim. Okay. Sometimes you don't realize you're being played like a puppet. Okay. And you got to go, oh, wait a minute. So get behind me. You think, I'm the one being played. So I got to learn how to even fight the spirit behind me. See, because we always feel like, no, I'm the victim. I always behave. I have a halo. Wherever I walk, roses grow. God bless you. <laughs> you know, okay. God bless you. I am a God's gift to humanity. All right. No, you got little, you have demons behind you too. And sometimes more than the person in front of you. Hello. Okay. Oh, they didn't like that one. They don't like that one, Pastor Marie. They're like, everybody's like, no, not me. Okay. So you actually gotta learn how to fight this as well. Okay. You're a man of God. You're a man of God. I had, now you know how to choose you, because everybody says, Pastor call me and I was a devil. No, you're not. I love you guys. Come on, give it over, Pastor Lou, Pastor Ryan. Thank you so much. Amen. All right. Is this helping anybody? Come on, all right. Tell your neighbor, say it's helping me about you. Just kidding. Say it's helping me. Say it's helping me. Say it's helping me. It's helping me. It's helping me. It's helping me. Help me. Okay, 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 okay. So so when a person is fighting you, you need to not see Ray Ray. You need to see what's hindering him or her let me even say it like this learn the stronghold of people in your life you got to know like that's their stronghold okay and I'm gonna pray for them I'm gonna help them say amen okay all right I got to move on okay that was good but I'll have to preach another time okay what else no okay let's read this one. one first Peter 5 8 be sober watch this be vigilant because what does the Bible say here Your, someone say, your adversary. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's your adversary. Okay, He says, your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The Bible makes it very clear, watch me now, is that the devil is not God's enemy, he's your enemy. I'll say it again. Satan is not God's enemy, he has no enemies because nobody can stand to his level. He says, he's your enemy satan is your enemy he says and your enemy prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he's always prowling and roaring through persecution roaring through accusations roaring through temptations all right i got to move on number two how do i get battle ready write this down you got to take your problems to facebook that's not what it's you got to take your problems where to the lord now, I know this sounds simply and it sounds like I don't want to I'm not trying to oversimplify it here but I don't, I don't believe God complicates things for us I think I believe we complicate it for ourselves because we're like it can't be that easy it is to bring it to him now to walk with him is going to be a battle but in this season if you're going to be prepared you got to bring it to God watch 2nd chronicles 20 and verse 3. The Bible says it like this: "says, look, let's." He says this. He says, Jehoshaphat, watch this now. Alarm! Jehoshaphat resolved to do what? Inquire of who? His cousin's advice. (laughs) He resolved to inquire on who? His uncle Rico. No, to inquire of who? The Lord. And he proclaimed even a fast for all of Judah. And I just wanna encourage you again, we fasted the first 21 days of January, is fast on your own, pray and seek God. Because if you're gonna get a strategy on how to win, that strategy is not gonna come by binge watching Netflix. It's not gonna come by spending more time simply at work and you should work. You gotta have time with the Lord. You gotta have time with God, say amen. Mom. You want to get and, and it's a different battle plan for those that have multiple children that one plan doesn't work for all four you got to ask god god give me the the strategy of how to raise this child because this one's a little crazier than this one <laughs> okay this is the, this one right here's gonna be a leader yes amen okay. this girl come on now mercy of the lord this boy okay you, you need a strategy for each one you need a strategy your marriage. You need a strategy. Single people, you need a strategy. Trust me or else you will hook up with a devil. I'm telling you, I'm going to do a singles conference or something. Oh man, I got an amen on that one, Pastor Marie. Because I got to help some single people how to date. The problem is you're dating for the wrong reasons. You're dating a person when you should be dating for purpose. I already feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Pastor, she's hot. So's hell. Be careful. See? It's going to help somebody. You know? You're looking at the wrong stuff. You know? You, you got to make sure. Okay? We got to do that. I need to do that because, you know, they, then we're having to heal people when we should... Amen? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you should never went out with him. You know what I mean? Here's the basic 101. Does he have a J-O-B, a C-A-R, or a P-T? If not, he doesn't get an R-A-N-G, a ring. Anyway, okay. But he has six-packs. Six-pack don't pay the bills. Come on, somebody. Amen. All right. Work ethic. Hallelujah. Alright, anyway. Alright, focus. So you gotta ask God for a plan, right? We're talking about the battle plan. Inquired about the Lord. That's why it's so important. And again, I'm not preaching just church attendance. I'm preaching sitting under this type of teaching. That's why I and again I'm not preaching I'm I feel like I preach choir. You're in church tonight. But you that's why you gotta get whenever the doors are open. And it's not to 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 hear a person is to hear the word of god whether it's pastor brian teaching or pastor louie preaching or if it's a video replay or pastor marie definitely be there pastor marie i'll be here too you know be there whoever it is cuz you're like i just need the teaching of the word right i want to come to god i want to worship and uh, if you're at home turn that into a worship area say amen okay so we got to be there so okay number 3 here's here i got to move quickly man jesus help me lord jesus write this down our job is obedience god's job is outcome how do you get battle ready you have to know that your responsibility is not the outcome your responsibility is obedience i need to be obedient to god that's going to lead me to victory disobedience every defeat is always on the other side of disobedience every victory is always on the other side of your obedience to god Let's watch what Jehoshaphat said. And I got to move quickly here. Jehoshaphat says this in 2 Chronicles twenty twelve. He says, he says, this is Lord. Watch this. Oh God, will you not judge him? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. Watch what he says. He says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. In other words, God, I'm going to obey what you say. My eyes and my focus is on heaven, not on earth. I am going to obey what you want me to do. Someone say, I'm going to obey God and last but not least write this down this is all out of jehoshaphat chapter number 2 chronicles chapter 20 is you got to recognize you got to give god praise before the victory now don't churchify this statement this is a theological point this is not about you know a hyper Pentecostal emotionalism. This is a theological point because Jehoshaphat, his strategy was not to get his worship after he saw the victory. His strategy was to worship God before he saw the victory. And you need to recognize that your worship. Keeps you in tune with God. Your worship keeps you. So so watch this. Second Chronicles 21 and verse 20 says, After consulting the people, the king, the Bible says, appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his splendor. That is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And then the Bible says in 22, it says, in the very moment we began to sing and praise God, it's at the ver- at that very moment we began to sing and praise the Lord caused the armies of Amnon, Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting against themselves. Their worship brought about a breakthrough. Now, listen to me, because what I don't want you to think is if you tonight you jump and do 10 twirlies, you know, that you're gonna walk out of this room and everything is gonna be fixed. But I will tell you this, if you get into a place of worship before the victory, that reveals your level of faith and obedience to God say amen okay because what you're saying is God I'm not gonna wait to see the victory to give you praise I am going to worship you even in the presence of all hell breaking through in my life this this is powerful stuff guys I'll even go as far as say this this is this is a very dogmatic statement But your best worship will be in the valley. I even go, your most authentic worship will be in the valley. Because that's when you're like, God, I'm not worshiping you because it's all good. I'm worshiping you because you're still God even when it's not good. Come on, let's be real tonight. Let's be real. It's easy to worship God when it's all good. But I think the The season of difficulty is a revealer that, God, we don't just follow you because of the things you do for me. I don't just follow you because I want a sugar daddy. Take care of it, dad. No, I worship you because you're God. Yeah, I know. I'm not getting a lot of amen. That's okay. I'll take the four claps. That's cool. You know, some of you dodging the word like Neo. No, I'll worship God when he fixes it. You know? They're like, I'll worship, I'll give them praise when it's all done. Praise God. You know, no. And I will submit to to some of us that the valley that we're in is a moment of authentic worship. Of saying, God, I'm real. You're good. Worship is one of the highest manifestations of your faith. Because you're saying, God, even when I don't see you, I'm still going to praise you. (laughs) this is battle ready so if i'm gonna win in this battle that i'm in i've got to learn to worship while i'm waiting and even this word waiting can i can i challenge the thought waiting sometimes we think we're waiting but the truth is you're not waiting god's preparing you god's building you God's molding you. God's shaping you. There is never a season where God's not doing nothing. God wastes nothing and He will use the season of all hell breaking loose for you to have a great encounter with God. Come on now. So God fill our hearts. Would you stand to your feet Father in heaven tonight. Thank you Lord. Just stand all across this auditorium you're watching online. Just bow your head all across this room. Thank you Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes. No one's going to steal your, your, your Gucci purse. You'll be all right. Amen. We got ushers. Just close your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Just bow your head. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just bow your head. Just close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Focus on God. Closing your eyes doesn't make you more holier. It just lets you focus on God. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to identify the enemy. What is the enemy? See, some of you got a picture of a person. That's not your enemy. Identify the enemy. Identify the enemy. What is it? Is it fear? Is it frustration? Identify the enemy. Identify. Identify. Is it a stronghold? Is it bitterness? Identify. Is it addiction? What demonic force has been unleashed in your life or unleashed in your, in your world. Identify, identify, identify. Oh, come on now. Here it is. See some of you getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can get angry about that enemy. You can get upset and say, devil, I ain't going to let that enemy run rampant anymore in Jesus name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to start praying right now. Come on, we got a few minutes tonight before I dismiss you, but Lord, start praying right now. Start praying against that enemy. Start believing God against that devil. Start believing, start praying, start casting it out. Start commanding it. You don't ask the devil, you cast out a devil. You cast that thing out and you say in the name of Jesus Christ, this fear will no longer live in my home. In the name of Jesus Christ, this addiction will no longer live in this person's life. In the name of Jesus Christ, come on, begin to pray against that right there. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I'm trying to teach you how to win. You won't argue your way out of this one. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. It doesn't work doesn't mean you shouldn't have conversations have conversations but you got to pray against the spirit that is over your child whatever deceitful spirit whatever lying spirit whatever you gotta this is how we're gonna battle and this is how we're gonna build in jesus name we come against it in Jesus mighty name and and start praying for yourself say Lord don't let me be played by the devil with offense or bitterness or anger and respond in an ungodly way God let me father be a mature Christian come on pray the fruit of the spirit right now pray and say God let me respond in love come on say with me love joy say joy say peace say patience say goodness say kindness say mercy say self-control oh some of you need that right now you're even afraid to pray that say God give me more self-control let me produce the fruit of the Spirit let me operate in a godly way come on women start praying make me a woman of God come on say that Lord make me a woman of God come on men start saying this make me a man of God come on say make me a man of God in fact I pray that you become not just a spiritual man but a strategic man quit fighting the wrong fights men of God let us be strategic men precise men with precision that we know how to pray. We know how to fight. Come on husbands. Come on dads. Come on single men. Yes Lord. We're going to speak with precision. We're going to fight the battles that are proper. Come on. Which Goliath we going to take down? Yes. Thank you Jesus. Operate in this. Now begin to pray right now that you're going to walk in obedience. Come on begin to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Say God I'm going to walk in obedience. I'm going to obey your voice. Come on, say this. I'm not going to argue with you when you give me a command. Say it. Say, I'm not going to argue with you, God. Some of you, the problem is you fight God when you should be fighting, you know, for the will of God. Stop fighting God. Surrender. Come on, just surrender tonight. Surrender to His will. Surrender to His cause. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. We surrender to you, Father. And then right now, just say, I'm going to worship you, even before the victory because you're worthy of all the praise and all the goodness come on in jesus name we pray come on let's worship him thank you jesus Here, this is how thanks for joining us today we pray you were encouraged by this message show us your support by sharing your favorite podcast on social media and subscribe to our youtube channel at freedom house oc today see you next week